Welcome to the 13th Bar with Pete Hatchell. JR. We're joined by our two guests again. Rob Drinkwater. And Matthew Dennis. <laughs> Bass player extraordinary. We're going to talk about something interesting today, but uh, what else have we got on in the news? What else have we got on in the news? What, 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 what else is funny? What, name a funny thing that happened to you today, Matty. Give us, give us some of the funny thing that happened to you. You played a trumpet today. Um, I looked at a trumpet. You looked at a trumpet. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and you looked at a trumpet a month. A month ago. A little less than a month ago, because yeah. it is November. Happy yeah. Happy. Melbourne Cup, Melbourne Cup, Cup. Melbourne Cup, Melbourne I can't Cup. stand racing season. Can't stand racing season. What's it's wrong with it? oh. that's fine, Pete. You can sit down. I do have nightmares. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you have a bad experience. Pete, do you do have nightmares? <laughs> no nightmares. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Whoa. Dad joke. Or was it? Or was it when he did the bare chest and ride the horse? Oh. Yeah, yeah. So today, Pete rode a white horse with our um, Vladimir Putin style. <laughs> So it was, it was quite majestic. Um, the horse died shortly after. <laughs> so um, it's on the some blue ribbon, didn't we it? Should, yeah. And we should point out that by horse he means dignity. Pete's dignity. Ah. <laughs> he rode his dignity today. It died. We had to put it down. We didn't. Did I have some dignity? <laughs> what was yeah. left? I didn't recognise it when it was there, so yeah. it's okay. It, it was. A, it was a gilding. As, 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 as is normally the case with the thirteenth bar, as you well know by now, uh, we ramble on about um, random rubbish for a little while, and then we get on to our topic. And I'm going to leave Jr. to introduce our topic today because I like the topic. So, JR, what is our topic for today being November podcast? First album ever purchased. So, hence why we have uh, our two special guests. Exactly. And, you know, just happened to be the uh, bass player and the drummer in Group 67. Because that's the band that this podcast is all about. Excellent. So, I'm going to go to Rob. Ah, yes, so... Did they I have albums believe. to be purchased in your day? <laughs> oh. No, it was on a gramophone, and it was a 78. I, yes, I think it, well, it might have been with my own money. Well, it has to be, I mean, first album to purchase. Yeah, you want with your own money. Um, yeah. right, if it's your mum's money, um, you'd have a base We used to tape them was, back then. I... <laughs> That's not purchase. <laughs> That's dealing. <Copyright. laughs> it's always been around. Copyright strike. Hashtag strike. <laughs> Hashtag strike. I believe it was the meat. Meatloaf, bed out of hell. Oh. That's the first oh. name I've purchased on a record or on cassette? On a record. So, that's before my time. It's so. 1977. Yeah, definitely before my time. 1977. It might have been a bit of music before that, but I recall that might have been the first one. Okay. Wow. Yeah, you actually part Why did you buy that? Well, how old were you? Like, what was the reasoning for being... 47. <laughs> I don't know. I, um, I don't need exact age. What, I think Molly might have been... Yeah, I think Molly might have been spruiking on Countdown. Do oh. yourself a favour. So you're one of those white sheep, right? Yes. <laughs> Did you like it after you listened to it? I loved it. Still one of my favourites of all time. Yeah, it's actually a it's actually a it's pretty a good album. It's actually not a meatloaf it, album. It's actually uh it's actually what's his name? Grego Day. No, not Grego Day. That's the um, 
Not Todd Rundgren, the, uh, the, who's the keyboard player on that album, Jamie? Um, I don't know, Before My Time. I know Jim my brother Steinman. had it and I've listened Jim to it. Jim Steinman. Yeah, That's it's actually Steinman a Jim Steinman album. Yeah. It's actually a Steinman album. Yeah, it is. Yeah. But they got the meat to... They got, they got meat, meat to do some, do some stuff on it. So, the, the meat had the voice. Meat had the voice, but it's actually a Steinman album. Yeah. So, no, it's actually a really good album, and I'll actually come back to it a little bit later. Uh, Matt, how about you? What was your first album that you purchased with your own money? Own money is a, is a good differentiator, because I used to tape everything that was nailed down. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and they're the first... The First um, album wasn't actually an album, it was a long play EP, it was The Angels Out of the Blue. Oh. And the reason I bought that on the B side had a re release of Ever Gonna See Your Face Again, Save Me, and the best part was the live Mr. Damage. Oh, so, can I, can I ask Mr. Damage the, the curse? Did the Never, uh, <laughs> Never Gonna See Your Face Again have the Australian ad lib? No, 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 that was many, many, many decades later. Many, many the decades, decades later. later. And okay. actually, the first album is a bit, so I released my inner bogan on the first one. And then the big geeky for the next one. The first physical album I actually parted my hard-earned cash for was Devo's Freedom of Choice. Oh, which is why I was saying my first concert. Mum wouldn't let me go to Adam and the Ants, so I had to go to Devo. But she let me go to Devo. <laughs> <laughs> yep. What, what year was that one released? That's uh, nineteen eighty. Yeah, still before my time. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So like, I, I'd love, i love to comment. I know of these bands, and I well, know of the songs that are on those albums. Can I just those interject songs. here? Jamie said before my time about six times in in the last three or four minutes. Um, I had reason to go with Jamie to a number of op shops, and he <laughs> bought probably twelve albums ranging from the nineteen forties to the nineteen sixties, and he was fanboying. Over them like there was no tomorrow. I bought eight James Last records, guys. James Last. James Last. How cool is that, Kevin? That's right. How cool is that? And for those of you who don't know who James Last is, because I sure as hell didn't know who James Last was. You know the James Last Orchestra? So so your first was your last. That was my first. That was his first. Well done, Matt. Well done, Matt. Yeah. Um, no, to explain to you who James Last is, it, it, it's essentially a trumpet player. Yes, trumpet player? No, he leads no, the he orchestra. He leads the orchestra. Conductor. My apologies, but he looks like every 70s porn star. Well, he has chops and a beard. That's what's going on in the 70s, man. No, that's what everyone has. But, but mm. like, my, oh, I love all those albums from the 70s. James Last, The Velvet, Tijuana Brass. Like, if it's got like nine layers of cheese on it, I'm there. Just like a pizza, Ooh. nine layers of cheese on there. Well, we have nine no layers because he's last. He's exactly, <laughs> exactly. He's the bottom layer. So um, I'm I'm going to leave Jamie in, uh, until last <laughs> um, for for this. So I'm actually going to oh. go next, and it's a really really hard thing because I actually bought. My first album wasn't... Was it something that Vladimir Putin did? <laughs> no, Vladimir Putin. It's the first album ever purchased. No, no. Don't you start putting caveats in there. No, well, here's the problem. I oh. bought... My first album purchase Kaj- was... Kajigugu. Three albums. <laughs> I bought three albums at once. Three albums. Oh, la-di-da, rich man. Whose wallet did you steal for that? That's... I think right. <laughs> no, I bought... Uh, so I'm gonna name. I'm gonna. I'm gonna definitely hone in on one because that was the one that most affected me. 
That was the one that most affected me in that. Bay so, City Rolls. No, definitely not Bay James City Rolls. <laughs> James Last Orchestra. So I bought, um, I actually bought Meat Like That Out of Hell. Did you? I actually bought Iron Maiden Peace of Mind or Number of the Beast. I can't remember. No, it was Peace of Mind. That's good. Boots on and the Trooper. And at the same time, and this is, a, I, I count, this is the first album I bought because. When I got home, I listened to all three, but this is the one that I listened to constantly, and that was uh, Black Sabbath Paranoid. I've just realised, thinking of those album covers, they're pretty much all got a black border, and I think they're all red writing? No, uh, Paranoid has a black border and red writing. Uh, Peace meat. of Mind is green. Meat is raw. No, meat no. is completely red. No, Peace of Mind is no, a, yeah. in a uh, padded cell. Yeah, and it's predominantly green. It's predominantly green. Right, all right, right, but I still see a predominant black theme coming in there. Oh, there's definitely know? a black. There's, there are blacks throughout. And, uh, about what age did you get this? Were you depressed in high school? Oh, clearly. <laughs> are we sorry? Are we differentiating now from high school? <laughs> well, we come full circle. We've come full circle. Exactly. I actually sort of another one almost bought at the same time, so it mm. could be before this because it just reminded me. Jamie said black. Oh, this yeah, one had PBR this one had awesome. a the, a band. This this cover got removed. Which one oh, was that? Because it I was a band this. completely engulfed in fire. It was Leonard Skinner's Street Survivor. That's right. One of my yeah. favourite bands in the 70s. And when the plane crashed, they took all the flames off the cover, which surrounded the, the band, and went just, it went just to black with the band. So I've still got that album. It's pretty rare. I don't know what it's worth, but the one with the little flames around them. Wow. Yeah. Mm. But no, uh, Black Sabbath, I, I, I consider Black Sabbath Paranoid my first, uh, the first album I bought is because, because I actually listened to that album before I bought it, and... It starts off with War Pigs, and for those of you who know War Pigs, it starts off with sirens and, like, war sounds, and then it hits this huge E minor 7 chord, and it just kills you in every day of the week. Um, Was that what, did you also buy your first air guitar at the same time? Yes. That is exactly when I bought my first air guitar. I killed that album. I absolutely murdered that album. I, 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 front to back, front to back. And <clears throat> there's a certain song on that album, um, correct me if I'm wrong, Matty, but I think it's Planet Caravan on that album. That yeah, it's Planet Caravan's on. Yeah, uh, and it's like, so there's all this heavy stuff going on, and Planet, Planet Caravan is this sort of like spacey LSD trip, and it's the weirdest thing to put in the middle of an album, and you, and you go, whoa. And it was just really quite, yeah, it was, and it pretty much shaped me as far as what I was going to do as far as music was concerned moving forward. So, and, yeah. and for many years, Pete spoke like Iron Man. I did. <laughs> I am Iron Man. <laughs> I think he's having a fit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. I, um, get the so, sedatives. Is it my time? <laughs> he's drinking. He's had too much blue ribbon. Right, right, right. <laughs> it's, it's time to add uh, something a little different to this. Some class to the Some mix. Class. So I just went to uh, see if I um, could find the, the uh, CD because, of course... 
I'm so much younger. You didn't buy them. You I'm didn't so much younger than all of He's you. He's only been told about these mystical things. I'm, I'm, that's right. I'm, I'm, I'm so much younger than all of you. Um, that by the time, because I, because pretty much you guys bought it what when you're going to when you're in high school, right? Yeah. yeah. First ever purchased album, high school, right? Yeah. I, I was, ne- I was never into school. But you remember that. But that age limit, all right? So I, of course, went to high school in the '90s, and by then LPs were done. Laser disc. Laserdisc was done. It was cassettes and CDs. Um, so, of course, the first album I ever purchased was CD, and I just went looking for it, and I'm like, why isn't it there? Because it's actually in the car, because I'm listening to it still to this day in the car. Herbie Hancock, Headhunters. Oh, yeah. One of the greatest ja- like jazz fusion funk albums ever released. Which, which puts the next one, first CD, guys. Well, hang on. Hang on. Let, let, let's get. Let's get. Let's go. Let's go with Jamie. I was. Uh, I was thirteen, and we were on our very first uh, school. I was in the. the C- I went straight to the senior band, so I didn't play with all the learners in year seven. Uh, I went straight to the top, so I went on tour with all the year tens, elevens, and twelves. I was thirteen, um, and the very first stop we went to was a CD store, and I was looking through it, and I went. Ooh, as soon as I saw it, I went, wow, that's got Watermelon Man, which we were playing in Big Bang oh, yeah, at the time, yeah. by Herbie. I didn't realise, though, that this was like the Jazz Fusion version of it, and I knew of uh, Chameleon as well, and I bought it and was like, wow, this is, there's only four tracks, and the album goes like 40 minutes. Spaced out, kind of Jazz Fusion, funk, psychedelic. Was Jacko on that? No. Really? Before that time. Like, okay. You know, just, Herbie was really young on it, too. So, okay. And it's... You talk to any jazz head, and it's ranked in the top ten, probably top five cool. jazz albums of all time. And I have it on CD. It was the very first one I ever purchased. Yeah, that weird ass film clip with all the robot things have done it, didn't he? Remember that? Yeah, he did. Called that. Herbie Hancock. That was. Um... Oh, it will come to me. I know that. I know the video clip. Yep. Well, there we go. So this, but this was like early, once again, just like you guys, though, mm. early seventies release. Yeah, yeah. It was just I purchased it on CD. So that was the first album I ever got. So. I'm, Loving the, the fact that, you know, yeah, I'm showing my jazz blood here. Go to hell. Go to hell. Here we go. Go to hell. Go to hell. Go to hell. No, but, um, okay, so let's, let's, let's move on from there. So you, you, your first, al- first album was a CD. What's the first CD that you bought, Rob? Oh, I think probably, I mean, one of my brothers in arms, Die Straits. Oh, my God. CD. Jeez. You could have done better, mate. Pete? That's a great album. What's wrong with you? How about your first CD? <laughs> I really can't remember. I remember... Rocket. Yes. Rocket. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I remember... Um, I honestly can't remember what the first CD I bought. The first CD I got... We remember it because it was weird to play it. It was new. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was pristine. Well, the, I mean, for you guys, sure. But well, for me, oh, was it, well, yeah, you for think, me, it was yeah, standard format. Yeah. For me, it actually was, it was, it was massive right on the time. It was actually Crowded House, Crowded House. Oh, of course. Yeah, because it was right on the cusp. I just bought a uh, CD player. And um, that, that was, was really, the... That was really new technology, wasn't it? Yeah. Whoa. I remember our first Shiny. CD. Shiny. Our first CD player, that, that's what I, Literally, I think we bought it the year that I was uh, in year seven. Mum and Dad bought it that year. So it's like... Oh, like mid-90s for sure. And it was like the size of our VCR player. Yeah. We played one CD. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I got a CD player. I'm vaguely remembering this. I got a CD player and I bought... Um, no. I bought... 
I remember again buying a number of CDs, but I can't remember what they were. But the the one that I remember I really wanted to get was Steve Vai Passion and Warfare, which was the 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 guitar god at the time. But you can't remember. Yeah, you wanted, but no, I bought that one. You bought that one, right? I bought that one, oh, yeah. and it was Steve Vai Passion and Warfare, and um, yeah, my my girlfriend at the time, who ended up being my wife, who ended up being my ex-wife. Um, yeah. Thanks for that. I mean, we, we needed that timeline of events. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably because of the Steve Vai album. Might have been. Oh, that's why I actually said it. I constantly played it. It was because he bought something and she went, no, you're not allowed to use our money for that. I think it was yeah. when he used to ride around the house on the horse and they shit on. Yeah. yeah. Well, mate, you know, Putin had it to get it from somewhere. <laughs> oh, dignity. Yeah. Where did you go? Now, 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 now here's, the, here's the trick question for everybody. Um, the first MP3 you ever bought, because seriously, no one buys MP3s. <laughs> no, I actually did buy an MP3. I did buy an seriously? MP3. Yeah, I did. did. I actually did buy something off iTunes. Is that like oh, singular or... Yeah, no, it was a single track. It I can was. tell you what the first thing I purchased was. Oh. Uh, so the first thing that I purchased, uh, MP3 iTunes, and I still have it to this day, was the uh, James Morrison and the Idea of North okay. album. Because uh, I couldn't find it anywhere on CD, but it was available as an MP, uh, MP3 download on iTunes. That's what I bought. But that's only like, what, 2006? So not that long ago. So, you know, uh, basically when I left uni, because hmm. before then I, I was like, yeah, I was pirating, mate. Nasty, you know. Excited Everything. Morpheus, Limelight. <laughs> the most excited I was when I discovered Napster. Yeah. yeah I tried yeah. Napster, but Lars kept turning up in my house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got out very early before Lars realised what was going on. <laughs> oh, but, yeah, like I, was, I was in conjunction. It was, a, it was um, Napster, Limewire, and Audio Galaxy. Yeah. All at the same time. Mm. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, mega. No, hey, I was a first-year uni student then. I wasn't going to pay for no, shit. No. Like, you know, we had four computers working, just downloading stuff non-stop. Television, you name it. Naughty, naughty. Come at me. All right? No, Do I have it anymore? Go- no, no. he's going back. We have naughty, a mutual naughty. friend, JR and I, who worked in a certain place quite some time ago, who didn't... As well as his work, but also found time to pirate everything he possibly could. At work? At work. (laughs) He actually used, back in the day, so this was in the middle 90s, and he used work servers to, like, pirate everything. (laughs) Everything. And I won't name him, uh, because if he listens to this, he knows who he is. Um, well, we don't want to name and shame. No, and uh, he's just the people sitting in this room. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. And he used to give it out to everybody. He used to say, "Oh, here's the new Rocky," or "Here's the new this." <laughs> right. Well, we did that at uni too. Still, like, we're a jazz student, so the problem with a lot of the uh, stuff that we were learning to play in the real book was that there were no recordings of a lot of the stuff. It hadn't been transferred to CD. That um, wasn't available digitally. Yeah. You know, it was still on record somewhere in a really bad format. The whole, like, just a lot of those jazz albums just weren't released yet. Mm. So, of course, yeah, we had, oh, pardon me, tons of MP3s, and we were always looking overseas to get as many of the stuff that was in our jazz standards. Yeah, we got the MP3, because you could you'd go to JB and they'd go, no, nah, we don't have any albums by uh, at that point. Last. Well, they definitely have any James Last. <laughs> But it was more things like, you know, like they had uh, the stalwarts, you know, Parker, Coltrane, Dave, Miles Davis, T. 
tons. Then you'd be, oh, I want like a Clifford Brown. They go, we've got one CD of Clifford Brown. And you're like, he's a bloody legend. You know, like, oh, <laughs> we can get something in for you. And that's how it was. So we went, well, screw that. We're just going to jump online and get it yeah. illegally because we need it in two days. Like, we have a small group performance in two days. And we're uni students, so we do everything fucking <laughs> right at the end of the end. I'll, I'll bleep out that F word. Um, yeah, but, um, insane. But no, uh, the one bad thing about, one bad and good thing about that, that whole, uh, you know, LimeWire, Napster whole thing, you could actually find things, like Jamie said, in Australia that you couldn't find normally here That's you could actually liked it, so. you know you could find stuff well, that you could never get here I had an iPod back then yeah and, and the only way you could update your iPod was on an Apple computer with a Firewire yeah 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 uh, I didn't have that I had a PC so you could connect it with a USB but then you had to get a third party program to be able to load yes that's right iPod. that's right so iTunes store was non-existent in the early noughties in Australia no so, where else are your students going to go? No, I mm. can't remember what I... I think I may have bought... The first MP3 thing I may have bought was Led Zeppelin Remasters. That's the first... I think that was the first thing I bought. Okay, I've actually got that on CD. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Yeah. Rob, well, what, what was your first MP? I don't think I bought one. <laughs> He's got thousands, but I, I, I bought Holy Evolved by the Vines. That was my by first one. Get free factory, everything on it. it was Holy Evolved, it was good. Um, and then I fell in love with streaming years ago. Like as soon as streaming came out, stream. I was an early Spotify adopter. Yeah, oh, like two thousand and yeah. Oh, so you, you've been, so been streaming for a while. I mean, like two thousand and twelve. I think even before then, two thousand ten, maybe even. I might have been streaming by then. Who have we got as our musical feature this month, Jamie? That's right. Who have we got? We have uh, a group out of uh, Durham in North Carolina. North Carolina. That's right. So they uh, friended us up on Reverb Nation and I had a look at what they do. I love their name. They're called the Groovy Natives. The Groovy Natives. Ooh, groovy Natives. Which I think is kind of cool because we're Groovy 67 baby. and they're Groovy Natives. Thank you very much, Groovy Natives. Uh, and they pretty much do a bunch of covers and stuff like that. But I really like their version of Way Down in the Hole. Uh, Tom Waits. Tom Waits, Way Down the Hole by Groovinators. That's right, so here we go.
You're still with the 13th bar. You're with Pete Hatchell. JR. Rob. And Big Matt. Big Matt. <laughs> he is very big, by the way. He's the biggest man, man in the band. He, he, he's just just tall, just really big and a little ugly, but we don't tell him that. He barely uh, fits in frame. He doesn't fit in frame. <laughs> he doesn't. We have to put him in the back corner because he's just so big. Um... I hope you've liked this topic. Sorry, I'm minding the gun with that last comment. I'm, so, I'm so sorry. So sorry. Hold up your hand. Um, again, this has been the 13th bar. Thanks for hanging with us. Thanks for listening to us. Thanks for entertaining, letting us entertain you. Um, subscribe, like, leave a comment. We will get to them. We will have some fun and enjoy. Thanks again. And don't you go change it.